Welcome to The Way Church. We're glad you're joining us for today's message. For sermon notes, service times, and more information, check us out online at thewaychurchva.com. Now let's join Pastor Matt Rothy with this week's message. Are you ready? Well, are you? Are you ready? If at this point you're asking yourself, Matt, ready for what? Well, you'd be exactly right. Because if you're going to answer that question, are you ready? You have to know exactly what that question is connected to. For example, if I ask you, are you ready to go back to work after enjoying days off for Christmas? Or are you ready to go back to class after the Christmas break? Likely, the answer would be no. This Christmas break has been great. But if someone said, hey, I have a Christmas present for you. Are you ready for me to give it to you? Well, then the answer is yes, of course. Who doesn't like getting gifts? Similarly, are you ready for your biannual visit to the dentist? No. But are you ready for a warm weather vacation? Yes, always. Are you ready for 2020 to come to an end? Yes. Are you ready for another year that will, at least to some degree, be affected by coronavirus? No. You get it. In order to answer the question, are you ready, you have to consider what exactly that question is connected to. So, let me ask you this. Are you ready to die? How you answer that question, yes, no, it's a lot to think about. But before you do answer that, let's make sure you and I were clear on exactly what that question is connected to. Because I get it, it may seem a bit of a downer for me to ask you about death just two days after Jesus' birth. Perhaps it even surprises you that I'm mentioning death in a sermon days after Christmas. But that's exactly the whole point. The question of whether or not you and I are ready to die and, and really how you think about death throughout your life, it's a question directly connected to Christmas. The Holy Spirit helps us see the connection of Christmas to the question of death through a man named Simeon. Just after Luke's gospel records the events of the first Christmas story in Luke chapter 2, in that same chapter, we read about Mary and Joseph faithfully fulfilling their duties as Christian parents and obeying God's law, taking their firstborn son to the temple to dedicate him to the Lord. The tradition was sacrificing two small birds. Also, at that temple that same day was a man named Simeon. Simeon was blessed with an extraordinarily great faith by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit made Simeon different from all others in Jerusalem by the fact that he was waiting for the consolation of Israel or the comfort of Israel. Not looking to a political savior or a bread king, but Simeon was waiting for the promised savior to be born who would come and save all people from their sins. The Bible describes Simeon as a blessed man 
because the Holy Spirit made Simeon into a righteous and a devout man. So on that day, as Mary and Joseph step into the temple court, they meet Simeon as Simeon excitedly takes the Christ child into his arms and hugs him. Can you imagine what Mary and Joseph's reaction was? Hey, what are you doing with my child? But the Bible says Mary and Joseph were soon not just put at ease, but they were left positively amazed, marveling at what Simeon said. Simeon proclaimed one of the most beautiful songs in all of Christianity. I want to read what Simeon said in just a moment. But first, let me mention one thing before I do. Simeon is often pictured as an old man. Most works of art show him as an old man with a flowing white beard. But we don't know exactly how old Simeon was when he met Jesus. In fact, the Bible text doesn't say anything about his age. I'm mentioning this because this year I find myself imagining Simeon much younger. All jokes aside about moving past 2020, this year has been a global wake-up call about the fragility of life for all ages. We have seen young and old alike die because of coronavirus. But if anything, this intrusion of death into the lives of people of all ages reminds us one singular and central point this time of year. There is a connection between Christmas and our dying day and whether or not we are ready for that day. Contrary to what so many memes have to say, our hope is not in getting to 2021. Our hope is found in the one about whom Simeon sings in Luke chapter 2. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed by the Holy Spirit to Simeon that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations. A light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel 
and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. This is God's word. So, are you ready to die? Simeon answered that question with a loud and resounding yes. Yes, I am ready to die, for I have seen it with my own eyes, the promise of salvation, the Messiah. I have seen the light that has come into the world and drives out all darkness and all fear of the darkness of death. When Simeon said, my eyes have seen the sovereign Lord's salvation, he was connecting Christmas to the New Testament fact that both Simeon and you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When Simeon said, this child is destined to cause the rising and the falling of many in Israel, he was connecting Christmas to the message of the cross, which is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Simeon connects Christmas to Christ crucified, a stumbling block to those who reject Christ, but to those to whom God has called to faith, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. When Simeon says, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, he was connecting Christmas to the unique comfort shared by everyone who believes that Jesus died and Jesus rose again. Listen to this confidence in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. Simeon said, I have no fear of death because this child is destined to cause my rising again. Simeon shows the question of whether or not you are ready to die and really how you and I think about death throughout our lives. It's a question directly connected to Christmas. This is the Christmas connection. Christmas is connected to Easter. The manger is connected to the empty tomb because the Christ child was born to be crucified, die and rise. And the Christian's Christmas hope and peace and comfort and joy is that you and I will not die, but we will rise. Mima and grandpa gave a book to my kids for Christmas. It's by far and away the best Christmas book for kids I've ever read. It's called The Christmas Connection. I'm gonna drop a link in the video notes because I seriously want every parent to buy it and read it to your children. It's that good. But here's what makes the book so great. This book does a beautiful job making the connection clear. The connection between Christmas and Easter. The connection between your life and your eternal life. Sadly, that's a connection that is easily missed or, or so clearly lost on so many people of every age. So I'd like to read you a few pages of the book. Is that all right? All right, here's story time, ready? Each Christmas is a special time to think about Jesus' birth and celebrate the reason why he came to us on earth. When the time had fully come, 
God sent his infant son in order to redeem those who were under law, everyone. Reminders of our Savior's death and his resurrection too, found within the Bible story, are trustworthy and true. When Jesus came that winter night, the stable had no bed. So in a manger, Mary laid her baby boy instead. The little manger made of wood reminds us of the tree, the cross to which Christ's hands and feet were nailed at Calvary. When Christ was born, an angel brought some shepherds joyful news. Today, in David's little town, a savior is born for you. The Christmas angel brings to mind an angel bright as snow who said he's risen from the dead. He told you it would be so. Do you see the Christmas connection? Do you see the comfort for those who believe in this baby born in a manger who grew up to be a man upon a cross? With Simeon, we can say, I have no fear of death. I'm ready to die because the Christ child has risen and he will cause my rising too. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. Thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. No time to die. That's the title of the 25th installment in the James Bond movie series. The title has actually caused quite a bit of outrage by James Bond fans because they're afraid the title suggests that their beloved hero, Bond, will die in this film. <gasps> and James Bond can't die, can he? Well, the film No Time to Die was set to come out this past April. But due to the coronavirus pandemic, the movie's release was delayed. Interestingly, the movie No Time to Die is now set to come out on April 2nd, 2021. That's Good Friday. That's the day when actually it was time for your hero and mine to die. But unlike Bond who needs to stay alive to save the world from death, our hero needed to die in order to save the world from death. And in doing so, he forever changed the way you and I think about death because you know our hero rose again. He rose again from the dead. No one knows for sure how the Holy Spirit told Simeon, but the Bible tells us that it had been revealed to Simeon by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. So here's my prayer for you. My prayer as you listen to this sermon is that the Holy Spirit does for you what he did for Simeon before his encounter with Jesus. The Holy Spirit gave incredible confidence to Simeon that he would not die before seeing Jesus. My prayer for you is that through this word preached to you about the Christmas connection, by faith in Christ, you see Christ. And like Simeon, you have confidence to be ready to die. Because by seeing Christ through eyes of faith, you can have more confidence than James Bond that for you, there really is no time to die. You can look at death and say, not today, not ever. 
I have no time to die for in Christ. When I fall asleep, I will wake to see him with my own eyes and not another. And so today, and really forever, we join Simeon to sing a song of defiant and hopeful confidence as we close out a year characterized by death and despair. We sing, Lord, now you are letting your servants depart in peace according to your word. For our eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared for us in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation and the glory to your people. Amen.